G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of Two Left Thumbs, a console gaming podcast where I finally got an intro right, I hope. You sure, mate? You I don't sure? know, did I? I'm not, I'm not sure. Surely it can't be right. Pop the champagne. Uh, anyway, um, today we're going to be spending a bit of time discussing uh, Destiny 2's up and coming uh, DLC, the um, uh, Forsaken. Uh, as usual, joined by my good good friend, my on my left, your right, Dawn of the Dan. How we going, mate? Hello. Hey, man. How's it? How's things going? Um, I'm going well. I uh, I, I took a five to six hundred kilometer drive yesterday. Uh, screwed my back up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, doing 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 good, doing good. I'm just kind of sitting there, yeah. getting sort of lopsided at the moment. But apart from that, doing good. What about yourself, mate? Yeah. No, mate. I'm just. I joined a gym and tried to destroy my body, but apart from that, not too bad. Not too, <laughs> not too bad. bad. Bit stiff, stiff, sore, and been sleeping a lot the last twenty-four hours. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're both, we're both dealing with some some old man issues at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, um, the, the grandpa podcast. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, um, yeah, my last week. It's only been a week for a change. It has been a week. Uh, yeah, my save files corrupted on Deus Ex. Um, so none of them wanted to work and I didn't really want to replay all the same shit that I played so I cracked the shits and went and played <laughs> Witcher 3 instead when we started Witcher 3 that sounds like yeah. exactly the kind of thing that would make me just throw the game out and be, and be done with it oh, don't worry yeah, man it's yeah, always have... it's almost setting, yeah, <laughs> sitting on the trading pile as we yeah, speak <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we had an attempt it didn't work see you later uh, yeah I, I, have, I struggle to replay the same thing yeah um, Especially being so fresh, like you know, that's a, one of the things I complain about with Destiny Two or Destiny. Was, I was about to say, do yeah. you find that ironic, being that we both play Destiny, we struggle to play yeah. the same thing twice? Well, I, yeah, it'll, I still haven't started um, since well, as War Mines dropped. I still haven't touched my second or third characters. Haven't you? I think I've only done yep. two, two of the six. Yeah, and I generally I only un- unlock as much stuff as I need to be able to raid or bit of end game content yeah you know, to the point i think on the in the taken king i only had one character that could do patrols <laughs> i actually just <laughs> finished uh, that, that setting up the patrols on um i think it was my hunter on xbox the other night yeah so yeah that's yeah. the game's only been out since last september yeah that, nine, nine months? feel the same i don't even know if i've done that quest yet on on earth where i actually plug in the put the spike in the ground to do patrols yeah so yeah, I yeah, don't thrive on having to replay the same thing. <laughs> no. In story mode, it's like that. Just let me skip it. Just yeah. let me just yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's enough crying from me. Yeah. What have you been up to? <laughs> same old mate, same old doing the destiny thing. A little bit of Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's been a bit of fun. Um we played it last night, actually had some dude come in, try and get us through the Predator mission and um Can't remember the other one now. But, uh, predator <laughs> mission. Yeah. Was it the was it the alien from Arnie's movie? No, it was yeah the actual predator. Yep, we got him Mio. beat. We got him beat. We got his mask, and then we got his thermal vision, which was really cool. But um, yeah, yeah, there's just kind of doing that sort of thing, mate. Standard sort of stuff. Doing the things. Doing the things. Um, got a little, got another little solo cast out during the week on uh, Forza Horizon Four. So, yeah, man, sounded good. I've never played the game and you made made me want to buy it so yeah I'm looking looking forward to it um 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt it felt like the uh, the cast itself was a little unfinished, but you know, it was it was on par with my production. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we did another thing now. too. Yeah, we did another thing too on Monday night, wasn't it? That's right, we did. Yeah. We um we caught up. We played uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Three. We played a, co- a campaign in co-op. That was a lot of fun, yeah. man. Oh man, take the piss out of the poor fuck, yeah. there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was trying to take itself very seriously, but we weren't having any of that. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's, that original script is a bit fucking tedious. Let's I just was, make our own up. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I was running around cheering that I was no scoping, no scoping, you know, just your, your average grunt. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, man, I fucking laughed a bit. But it's, uh, it was a good fun campaign, uh, what we did play. Yeah. Yeah, um, level design was good and all that sort of stuff. So um, we might as well jump straight over into freebies and we'll continue doing. Yeah, absolutely, about it. man, absolutely. All right. So um, those who don't know, Black Ops Three is one of the PSN freebies up until the 11th of July. So it's not going to run the full month. It dropped during um, E3, obviously as a part of a bit of a hype thing for Black Ops Four. That's due out October, November this year, I think. So, um, yeah, we decided we'd co-op a campaign run and have a bit of fun, and that we did. It was a lot of fun. And a couple of of new gun guns that I like too. Um, Yeah, so there's some good customization within the game. Um, Obviously, you can unlock bits and pieces for your guns and skins and other bits and pieces. How how did you feel about the uh, the weapon customization? um, I didn't mind it, to be honest. I... I've always, always thought this is going to go into um, the Destiny 2 talk that we're we're here for today, but it's going to go a little bit yeah. into that. I've always felt that that kind of customization is what could set like the static roles in Destiny 2 yeah. apart. Yeah, you read my mind uh, yeah. with this stuff. Yeah, is that you have a base weapon and you tweak it to your playstyle. Yeah. via a muzzle, a scope, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you make it more aggressive, more stealthy, but faster firing, etc., etc. Um, that's what we haven't seen out of our mods um, within Destiny 2. Um, and I'm pretty sure that we do cover that a bit later. Um, that's all things said and done. But yeah, that's kind of spot on exactly what I thought. When even way back before D two dropped, I thought oh, that's what we're kind. Of, we're getting something along those sort of lines. Yeah, um, yeah. So is um, I didn't haven't pl- still haven't played the multiplayer or zombies within the game. Um, uh, yeah, I was, I was, so I was I thinking I was thinking zombies might have been a good one to try and get in into. Mm-hmm. Well, we might try and do that this Monday. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But um. Yeah. The multiplayer, like I said before, it's um, it seems to be the best of the best are still playing it. Like, honestly, it takes 20 seconds to get a match right now. The game's four years yeah. old, and it still takes 20 seconds to get a match. So it's it's being yeah. played. It's being played on a large scale by really good players. Like I um, I've spent a lot of time in first-person shooters trying to get trying to get a lot better in the multiplayer realm. And going back to um, Black Ops Three, I you know, the best I'm getting is like a, a 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 as far as KD yeah. goes. So it's um it's a lot of good plays and it's it's hard to move inside. So I don't recommend it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and again, I know I know you're um 
your love for just bashing your head against the wall and playing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I reckon you get two, three matches and you'd be done with it. Yep. Yeah, so probably I'll have a taste of it, but yeah, I can't see myself, yeah, like you just pointed out, probably thriving within the game. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, as I said, but good fun game. Yeah, um, sort of uh, a bit jaded towards COD, so it sort of yeah, took some of that jaded jading away, so to speak. Yeah. Um, as such, so yeah, uh, I don't know if there's much else to talk about with it. Yeah, happy we can do a finish off a campaign and run some zombies or something on a Monday Sounds night, good. Tuesday yep. night, see how things fall out. Okay, um, also this month we've got our new games just released. Uh, we have Absolver, I believe we've got one for last. So Absolver, it's a multiplayer RPG martial arts game. He sees you take the part of a protagonist who wishes to become an Absolver, which is some sort of martial arts superhero. Uh, you meet NPCs, fight them, and the RPG component is by adding moves to your combat deck, which essentially is increases the number of moves or the size of your combo, right? So to speak. So as you as you level up, you can do a ten hit combo instead of a one hit combo and shit like that. Yep. Um, I haven't played it. I watched a little bit of a couple of YouTube's on it. To me, it was like an early access game. Um, just. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's finished, but I uh, won't trash it too much until I play it. I've, I've seen so, nothing yeah. of it or heard nothing of it, and to be yeah. honest, even though I was sort of, you know, the last couple of days I've been reading it on the um, the run sheet here, I've, I've not even bothered looking at it, so... Yeah, yeah so as I said, we'll... Um, <laughs> way, to, way to do your I'll homework, reserve, I'll reserve judgment, yeah, I'll yeah. reserve judgment on it until I've played it, but... Um, just on the surface, it's not something that instantly just one, grabs me and tells me, "Yep, yeah, come fucking play me." Yeah. Uh, it yeah, it looks like yeah, a bit of time investment needed. Um, obviously, being an RPG, there's going to be some sort of leveling mechanic, etc. So yeah, may have actually yeah high cover charge to get in and turn and turn people away. Yep. All right, and the other freebie on the menu this month is our good friends at Chronic Dream. We get Heavy Rain. Possibly the first of their well-known games. I guess the first of their well-known ones. I think they had a, a couple yeah. beforehand, they, though. That were that was Fahrenheit. Quite good, yeah. yeah Fahrenheit. Yeah, Fahrenheit was before this one, and yep. um, it got uh, got trashed a little bit because of its convoluted and uncompleted storylines. Yep. So this is probably the first one where they've come out and probably hit the you know hit the hit, hit it in the sweet spot. Yep. So basically, if you've seen the Quantic Dream games, heard us yabber on about them, um, they are those and we have. very hot. <laughs> yes, multiple times. Uh, this one sees you in the same theme of, of game, uh, but you're solving the case of the origami killer. And he's basically a dude who kidnaps kids and leaves them to die in pretty tragic ways. Uh, so you get to play the part of all the main characters inside the game, all the main protagonists. And each one of these characters can die during the story, and they will influence the ending, or that you can your final ending, because um, obviously they won't get to play their full parts through. So um, I think if you let any of them die, you've got no chance of getting the best ending because everybody has to have done certain activities through the game. Um, you haven't played this, have you? Not at all. 
No, so I played this back on the PS3 days. In, so. in all honesty, it wasn't um, even on my radar until about the time we were looking into um, uh, Detroit Become Human. So. Yep. So you get to play as Ethan. He's a dad with a past, and his son Sean has been abducted by the Oregon Killer. So uh, I think we can understand his motivations. Yep. Uh, we have Madison, a journalist. Um, she's an insomniac, and she's investigating the origami killings. You have Norman, who's a FBI detective, that name. <laughs> um, he's obviously been brought in to solve the case. And you have Scott Shelby, who's a PI, um, who's hunting the origami killer for his own reasons. Uh, I won't go into those reasons, because it's Ooh. like, yeah, hashtag Ooh. spot ballers. Yep. <laughs> um, so realistically, it was a good game. It was a good fun game. Uh, there's multiple paths, endings. Uh, like, it's probably not as convoluted as, say, Detroit or even, um, uh, what you call it, Beyond Two Souls. Yep. Uh, obviously, you know, it's a little bit earlier in their history. Um, and it was a very ambitious game for its time. But it's got a top story. It's got a good murder mystery sort of uh, multiple plot twists. And basically, if you liked any of their other games, this one's a must. Yeah, nice. All right. So I mean, it goes without saying for me. I've I've been looking at it ever since I heard about it. Pretty much, everyone that's yeah. um, watched me play Beyond Two Souls and uh, Detroit Become Human has said you have to play Heavy Rain. So I've been looking for it ever since, and um, it's yeah. a perfect opportunity. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know which one you want to try. We'll, as I said, we've already said we'll touch Black Ops. Yeah. Um, just to, for shits and gigs. Um, so I don't know which one of those out of those two you want to tackle this week. Um, well, we'll, look, we'll continue doing the Black Ops thing. We'll get that sorted. But yep. Um, yep. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know where the next choice is going anyway. So. Yep. All right. So Absolver it is. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn it. We'll jump in and have a look at have a yep. look at Heavy Rain. Yep. Um, yeah. As I said, I've I've played it, so it, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Top top good um little bloody murder well, mystery. The one thing I've really liked about the um the Quantic Dream games is their replayability. Like they're they're quite short games, but once you finish you're left going, Okay, I wanna play that again, but I wanna try this mm-hmm. and this and I'm pretty I'm pretty yeah. positive, like not one of them that I've played would do do I ever imagine that I could play it the same way twice, even if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, the QTEs do drive the storyline, so yeah. Yeah, you have to get them all perfect and remember all the conversation topics uh, yeah. where you steered them to actually probably land up with the same ending. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I have to agree. There's, I think even this one here, it's there's 23 uh, kind of different ending dialogues. Yeah, right. I think there's four or five like, kind of big main ending themes, but inside each one of those, there's multiple dialogues that yep. in, in the ending. So, um, yeah, there's still a high amount of variability even within the five endings. All okay. right, so... I'm excited. Um, yeah, you have to make yourself a little origami swan too. Yeah. Give it away on stream. Yeah, I better. <laughs> better get into a YouTube video and figure out how to fold paper. Yeah, get, get, in, the, get in the spirit of the origami killer. Yeah. Okay, man, I'll swing it over to you for the Xbox stuff. Um, it's the same as last week. It's no different. I wish I could elaborate more on stuff for you, but when it, when it comes to their, their free games and their, their deals, it's, they're not very inventive. No. I think they rely a lot on Game Pass. 
They do. They are at the moment. And to be honest, in quite Australia, probably, because um, Sony, Sony doesn't have an equivalent inside Australia. Um, so yeah, they probably, yeah, they just, they can push that hard in Australia because Sony does not have, or Nintendo for that matter as well, don't have a, there's no competitor inside the Australian market for it. Yeah. Um, so the game I know over in Europe good. and America, yep. yeah, in a, over there they have, I can't remember what Sony call it, but yeah, you can sort of, yeah, you get the stream, streaming games as a service option. Yep. But for some reason over here in the land of Oz, um, yeah, we just, that time drive. That's, that's, that's Australia. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. happened before. No, but definitely check out, check out the, um, the game pass. It is, um, there are, there are some good games on there at the moment. Um, there's some that, that they, they generally, I think they sort of switch around monthly. They sort of, you know, push a few, few in and push a few out. So check it out. Keep up to date with that. But, um, as far as at the moment, I mean, we're only here last week, so it's no yep. different. It's no different. No worries. All right. We'll, we'll get into the, the big subject, shall we? It's, um, yeah, yeah. Been like a couple of pages okay. on that one. So. Yep, how, how to roast a potato. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, as I said, we touched on it last week, but we skipped on the major topic matter, and that's yep. the Forsaken DLC coming up for Destiny 2, which a couple of sort of tiny bit hyped for. A little bit. Um, Yep, YouTube's caught fire again. Will it say, will this save Destiny, etc., etc.? But I haven't watched any single one of those videos. <laughs> you don't want to either. No, because they're shit. Because there's an there's an equal <laughs> there's an equal amount just shitting on it also. And um, yeah, because obviously um, yeah, we're the same. Stay guys, away from those ones. Yeah, please, people, please. Okay, so let's jump straight in with the. Um, thing that probably upset everybody except a couple of trollish titans um was their <laughs> story reveal that they released um so i don't think i don't know if you saw it coming but i don't think anybody saw what happened in that video <laughs> um coming we knew this, we were going to get a bit of a mix up i don't, and we were going to I get, don't think know, i've ever had anything thrown at me from bungie that instantly angered me as much as that did mm. Yeah, and I like, you know, got pretty pissed by Gaul, you know, Spartan kicking me off the tower and, you know, I was a bit fired up to go and take the big fella down. But yeah, yeah we, this we, just, is... we just kind of got back up, dusted ourselves off, didn't we? Mm. Like, got our no, light back straight away. Yeah, but yeah, we <laughs> limped out of the city. That was very tedious. <laughs> yeah. I can remember that bit. It's like, why well, can't I run? <laughs> can I just yeah. get this, especially the second and third time? So I don't yeah. know if I felt for your yeah. ninth time. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, everybody's favorite sassy hunter gets taken out in a big way. Um, so it sort of starts off, we see Cade, he's pretty busted up, you know, bits of his jaw aren't working properly, one of his eyes is flickering on and off. Um, he's in a bad way, and then it flicks to his ghost who's trying to talk to him, and then what, what the it, ghost gets taken out. I'm a little confused at that part. What do you think that ghost is doing there? He's just kind of... Just kind of standing there, is all not float, floating there, I should say. Kind of floating mm. there, like not just nonchalant, like what's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. It's not really doing it. anything, is he? Like? <laughs> no, no. It's um, yeah. Or like, well, he wasn't able to do anything. Um, but yeah, you think generally, you know. Um, obviously, Kay didn't have his fucking regen stat maxed out. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we see the ghost gets 
shot, boom, falls off the screen. And the screen swings around and you see a whole bunch of mean looking fallen barons, big bad looking dudes. And then we see Prince Aldrin who then he points his hand down at the screen and presumably fucking fires a few shots off in the cade. So did you notice that hand cannon? Yeah, it's a variant of the Ace of Spades, isn't it? It is the Ace of Spades. So has he just killed, mm-hmm. was he just essentially killed Cade with his own gun? Yeah, that's what it looks like. And then it, it fades out. We obviously see a few more bad guys and it fades out. We see Cade's body on the floor. They step over it. And um, right at the end, you see a guardian, which we presume is ours, even though it had a cape. My, my guardian doesn't wear a cape. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, walking out with Cade's limp body. So, and that was kind of where it ended. I don't know, I don't know if I've presumed that it's, that it's our guardian. Yeah. Well, that's, because because uh, there's a lot yeah. of people there's a lot of people out there that don't have a hunter. Hmm. So yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a hunter. Inside the story trailers, our, our guardians don't appear. Yep. Inside their sort of um, that material they release. Yep. But um, the background of it is that um, obviously our guardian along with K six were dispatched to the reef to deal with the problem. That's right. So, um, yeah, as I said, I'm only making that presumption. It could, yep. like, it could be completely fucking so wrong. So there's, there's a lot of speculation on this subject as to who that might be that's actually carrying him. Yeah, mm. um, Shiro's been a, a name that's been pulled out. Um, yep. And potentially uh, Elsie Bray. Yep. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I, don't know, so I don't know. I don't know what to think of, of that matter, but... Um, it also begs a question, like, are we going to get another Hunter Vanguard? Who might that be? Yeah. Shaxx. Many, many, many questions. <laughs> you just say shacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, so I don't know how much... Um, I'll stick to the official bungee material mm-hmm. here. There was a Vidoc um, that was released a bit earlier. And it had that little... Uh, the bully guy with the beard that I instantly love because the dude loves his job so much. Oh, you know, he's, he just absolutely loves his job. He's the one talking about how he smashed the hammer into the ground. And, he's so animated. What's his name, Dave? Yeah. I want to adopt him. He's just yeah. awesome. Um, there was a vidoc that was, uh, well, you could see one of the, uh, the screens that they were working on. And inside one of those screens, there was this little purple plasticine you know, very early version of some um, some graphics, yep. and there was a an awoken woman with an eye patch in one of those. Yeah, you're right. And we all pretty much we know of only one awoken woman with an eye patch, don't we? We do. So yeah, it's sort of then is is Petra making a comeback for this DLC as well? Um, and whose side is she on? Mm. So yeah, it's it's good to have a bit of um, speculation and hype out there. What is going on but yeah. as i said it's um yeah, kate six being taken out in such a dramatic fashion um that's true me for a six um to be honest and yeah um, same what's the, same big time. the other little one is that nathan fillion has stopped following bungee on twitter <laughs> just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran into a shred you know, everyone's going oh you know he's been it's like uh yeah we'll wait and see one of my favorite, that, that, that is typical um, Cade fashion, isn't yeah. it? Uh, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite meme going around at the moment is Nathan Fillion. It's uh, yeah, uh, Nathan Fillion bun- uh, going to Bungie, I want a pay rise. 
Bungie saying hold yeah. my beer. So it's yeah. um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as I said, it's um obviously they're trying to dress it up like Cade's out of the game for good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know I don't know whether he will be. Um, I don't I don't think as as far as that goes, obviously they're not going to can Nathan Fillion because there's going to be a lot of other voice lines later on down the track, um, mm. be it like via recording or whatever else. So there's going to be other things in the game where we're going to hear Cade. Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah. Is he going to be for a good? bit weird going is back he... and playing some of the other other strikes and it's like, hey, yeah, dude's dead. Why is he talking <clears throat> to me? Yeah. <laughs> Is he gone for good? It's, so, uh, t- to me, it's going to be. It's going to seem a bit weak, and they're going to cheapen it if, if like like our um, like our light. If we get a get him back or get it, you know, if he comes back in the second mission, into the into the DLC, yeah. that's going to yeah. cheapen it so much. So, I mean, yeah, no, you know, obviously, I want to have a big filthy quest line to bring him back. If we're going to get him back, I want to work for it. Yeah, and yeah, then he owes me. That's right. <laughs> Much no, like the said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, poopy pants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, I'm yeah. I don't want to see him go, but for all those you people on Reddit that were cracking up these jokes were too corny and you know it, it was too lighthearted. Yeah, yep. you've got your just desserts. That's all I can say. Yep. <laughs> yep. You want a dark? You got it. <laughs> you wanted primary gunfights? You got them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You want it? You you wanted to um, get started on that. up a bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, people. Stop it. Say nice things like, "Where's our Galahorn? <laughs> yeah. Where's my universal remote and yeah. no no backup plans?" That's the stuff I want to see. That's it. All right. So, yeah, that's um, as I said, that's my sort of speculation there. I have no inside information or any clue whatsoever, to be honest. But um, yeah, any, anything, my, anything my, else my... will be purely speculation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's um, that's about as much as a story as we know. Um, so let's we can have a look at what we're going to get inside the new content drop. And yep. once again, this is all based on official Bungie material. I haven't gone researching into the Reddits and all that sort of stuff to try and bring <clears throat> un- unofficial, what a better term, yep. or, or speculation stuff onto the table. Um, we can speculate enough. I don't need to go find my own. <laughs> Um, so, from what I understand, we get to go to a new area called the Tangle Shore, which is essentially a collection of asteroids all like anchored together with chains and shit. Um, and the premise of why we're there is that Kay's been filling up the Prison of Elders all this time, and um, someone does a jailbreak, and we've got to go out there and sort out what's going on. So, you can feel they've tried to try to get this a wild Western feel. You know, even from the story trailer, it's all hand cannons and. You know the, the the Mexican standoffs and that sort of stuff is um you know that's the sort of the feel that they're giving it. Yep. Even onto the opening shot where you see it you know, zooms in on one of the legs of the dude's carrying the hand cannon. Yep. Um, He's got spurs sort of on, spurs so, on his heels and all. Yeah. So they're trying yeah. to give it that wild western feel, um, which is yeah, which is good. I always like to have a bit of a theme into my games. Um, from what it appears, our primary enemy are once again the fallen. But there's a new enemy type called Scorn. Um, they're, I wouldn't say they're a reskin of their existing fallen enemy, but they're very closely related. From what I've and, seen of those, they remind me of um, like Chaos Cultists from yeah. you know, the, the Warhammer and the 40k universe. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's exactly the vibe I got, man. It was yeah. um, apparently they're fallen in heritage, but they've been risen from the dead many, many times and have undergone changes because of that process. So yeah, they seem to throw one or three fireballs and other big scary things and everything else. So it'd be interesting to see what if there's any new mechanics that they bring on um, onto the table. Um, we've seen you know, reskinned enemies before, like with the Taken, for example, yep. and there was the same same enemy type. They made them all black and white and wishy looking and just mixed up their abilities a bit, mainly for the worst, yep. to make them more annoying. Um, Taken take captains can just stay away. <laughs> I hate that friggin'. <laughs> just just on that subject, are Taken not the most hated race in, in Destiny at the moment? Quite possibly. Why? Um, <laughs> anytime yeah. there's there's a mission that's got anything to do I'm like I just roll my eyes like uh, here we go yeah because a lot of the abilities were given were just annoying you know like, yeah. like taking captains for example that was just annoying that yeah. stupid thing that they shoot out is annoying <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and you got the thrall that just teleport everywhere like they're playing Iron Banner yeah um, that's kind of annoying you know i know they rubbed over their weaknesses or whatever else they're supposed to have done but it was like well if you rub over their weaknesses give them a fucking gun and some armor that's it <laughs> because what's wrong with thrall well you know the poor guys don't wear any armor and they don't have any weapons they're sure. like a lunatic and trying to eat you got around <laughs> got to run around trying to cat scratch you yeah and the only time you're scared of them is when you know when uh, you're on a strike with fucking blackout <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's um yeah, that, that's I always found that though. Yeah, they always felt cheap, even through the Taken King. I was like, yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they had a bit of potential here, but they just sort of. And a lot of the stuff in D one always felt rushed. So, yeah, as I said, they just um, yeah, even down to was it the um, the vandals? Yeah. When you when you ADS them, they put up their little protective bubble like a titan, and yeah. it's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're annoying. I just got to hit fire with the scout rifle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's only when you ADS and they put that bubble up. So, <laughs> so annoying. Yep. All right, so enough trash in the poor taken. They couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their fault. Not their fault. Um, so Oryx we're getting a whole bunch in. Yeah, getting a whole new bunch of uh, subclass trees. Right, I've, is... I've added a few little little uh, pieces in here that you you've not seen, but uh, we'll, we'll get yep. into them as, as we go along. Yep. All right, so we'll start with the hunter. Yep. And with the gunslinger man, we get flaming knives. So you get instead of golden gun, we get fiery knives too. And it looks like you—it's like a fan throw type uh, type effect too. You don't throw yep. one at a time. It seems to be like a fan throw. So it's a spray of knives. So you flick five knives out and poof, you throw them. Yeah, um, from what I've seen, we kind of run around and we do the do the old Wolverine thing where we just. With, it, yeah. with, with their hands and then we just throw knives around um yeah i'll be interested to see how that works yeah because the gunslinger class has always been i won't say a precision based class but it's generally you know with golden gun you've kind of got to aim it yeah <laughs> uh, a bit more than a few other super yeah the um the aim assist is crazy good but um yep. yeah <clears throat> out of most of the stuff most of the subclasses it's more the precision based subclass so Interesting to see how those knives work. If you, know, you get more of an AOE type, a super. Yeah. Um, the arc strider, you get the spinning staff. So um, from the video clip we saw, we've got some big 
nerd shooting off a ton of rockets at you and you're standing there spinning your staff reflecting them back at him yeah it kind of um, seems very very um defenderish doesn't it like a um, mm. defensive yeah, super like, yeah like this, i'm pretty sure the sentinel <laughs> you can do your shield block um, yep. kind of effect so i'm pretty um, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's a there's an offensive use to it as well mm. or is that just arc strider yeah they go the donatello style yeah and the Night Stalker, we get the, <clears throat> this is the only one I've seen an official name for, it's called Shadow Mark. Yep. Um, so basically you pop your super, you pull out two little void knives and you get all stabby stabby, close and personal with it. Um, once again, it looks nice and fun, a bit like the <clears> old <throat> um, Blade Dancer kind of super. That's, that's, that's what it, <clears throat> excuse mm. me, that's, that's exactly the notes I've put down here. <clears throat> excuse me. Been stuck in the throat. Um, yeah, it looks looks like a revamped Blade Dancer with a whole bunch of sort yep. of um, dodge and invis options. A little bit like the current Arc Strider, you know how there's like different mm. uh, sort of combinations you can make with your with your actual like Arc Strider as far as um, dodging and and different attacks mm. you can do. It looks much the same as that, uh, as well as throwing like an invisible backflip in, in the mix and almost yeah. almost but... like a almost like a blink kind of option. Um, you sort of blink to invisibility, which um, it, it looks it does look really cool. Uh, I'd be interested to see how it works. Apparently, uh, from what I, from everything I've sort of seen, it seemed to be the subclass in um, to to like the go-to subclass inside of Gambit. Yep. If you're going to send someone through to the other team, that seemed to be the one that did the most damage. Yep. Um, so it seems like a uh, yeah again a, a revamp of the Blade Dancer, which um. Which used to be able to destroy a whole team quite yeah. easily in D1. I wonder if it gets an insane amount, insane amount of armor. Like yeah. Blade Dancer used as well. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it looked good. Look good, man. Okay, so moving on to Warlocks. Um, Dawnblade gets what looks like a massively buffed rift. So you, you stab your, um, you pop your super, draw your mighty blade, and you stab it into the ground, and you get this like mega rift. Yep. So that's all the sort of the clips show. Um, everybody standing in there and shooting out of it. So yeah, whether you get both the empowering and healing rift effects in one, or you get a bigger that's, buff on your that, empowering yeah, that, rift. That's a bit unclear at the moment. Um, hmm. From what of everything I've seen from um, you know like the early play of it, uh, it looks like it's just. It's like a, almost like a placeholder just for like the, the build that was played. Is it's kind of like a looks like it's been a placeholder, but there's no actual effect on it. But yep. um, the one thing, like the couple of things that we have seen, is that it lasts for 30 seconds, which is quite a long time. Yep. Um, oh yeah. And pl uh, our teammates get tethered to it once they're inside of their area of effect, which is actually quite large. Mm -hmm. So whether it's going to, I'm hoping it's not going to be like a weapons slash blessings type of deal. Because that just yep. screams lack of imagination. Yep. Um, I, I, I can't even can't even begin to try and speculate what kind of benefits you'd gain from it. So no. it should, it'll be interesting to see. All right, and we have uh, the Void Wall. They get this one here <laughs> interested me. Uh, you get like you pop your super, and then you you charge up Void Energy, and you do a series of quick teleports. Um, and then, in essence, you explode <laughs> like yep. like a curse roll in in a big thing of void energy. The, the um, 
Yeah, for the op, that one looked like a lot of fun to me, where you could just like you know, quickly nip in behind the enemy lines and then yep. release this um, nova, you know, little nova bomb in behind the bloody enemy lines. Yep. So, yeah, that one that one caught my eye. Have you got anything more to add to that? Oh, yeah, I really like the look of that. Like it, um, like I said in the um, other sort of release, uh, like press conference sort of deal. It's, it's very anime. You know, you sort of you, you dart, you zip in from one point to the next, bang, 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 during uh, via your teleport. So I don't know if there's like so many teleport you can aim it and you teleport along the way. Sort of maybe there's small explosions in your wake as you go, or yeah, or what. Yeah, but um, Telesto style. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> Telesto style. You, you you run along making popcorn as you go. Yeah, you poop little bits of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, we go all super sign with the Stormcaller. Um, that's what that's what I wanted. First thing I thought of straight up when I saw the Stormcaller uh, super was yeah. um, he was doing that. Yeah, he'd gone all fucking Goku on us. So yeah. you basically get to shoot out a big electric laser beam. Yep. Out of your hands. That looks comes on a straight line. Yeah, it looks like a big, pretty decent DPS tool. It'd be good to see the damage that that does. Hmm. All right, and um, okay, best class, best class last. We have the Titans. Mm-hmm. So the Striker, probably the least impressive of, of all the new supers, to be honest. It looks like he gets an amped up version of the old Superman um, slam from D one. The old death from above. So yeah, where he gets to jump in the air and then <clears throat> you know basically shoot like a missile into the enemy. Yeah, that's well, basically what it looked like to me. The one thing I've noticed about that is you can launch that from a standing position too. Yeah, yeah, he um, does jump. Part of the animation is you jump in the air. Yep. So, yep. Um, it looks like yeah, pretty much like a the, the original Death from Above Striker mm-hmm. Titan, but uh, it looks like it looks like you can guide it. Uh, only only yep, by a small amount, terrible. but a, a lot more, a lot more than what you used to be able to. Um, to me, it, it's not a roaming super. From for everything that we've seen, it um, you only get the one shot at it. It leaves, yeah, a, it yes. leaves an area of effect much like the uh, the aftershock perk. Yeah. The current strikers uh, have at the moment. So that, that to me, hopefully, you know, it's it's a much larger effect and it hangs around longer because yeah. that would make that subclass extremely underwhelming if it doesn't make up for it in some other way. The fact that you get yeah. one hit and you know the current strikers can run around, run half the map. Sure. Yeah. And shoulder charging and slamming yeah. away. Yep. Yep. But again, so, yeah, yeah, every, everything, everything we've seen so far has been um been a build just for um yeah, for yeah, test E3. purposes and whatnot. E three. So much like we saw with the D two beta, but the build on that was nothing compared to the game that we got, so I'm assuming we're gonna we're gonna see a lot more once it once it actually comes out. Well, obviously we're gonna see a lot more once it comes out. But um, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, you know it'll um it'll be a lot clearer. Hopefully, hopefully beforehand we'll um we'll get to see what's happening with it. Yeah. So we have my current favorite one is the Sunbreaker, and you get a giant flamey hammer. It's similar, it looks what reminds me of the axes from Rise of. Yep. And the super super looks to work in much the same way too. You run around and you've got a big flamey hammer and you bash things with it. Um, so yeah, instead of throwing them at the enemy, you can hit them with it. So 
Yeah, that one looks like it'd be, I don't know whether it'd be much good versus boss, but it looks like it'd be Unreal versus Trash Mobs. Yeah, it looks like you can, you can swing around in a big circle or just smash it into the ground, so. Mm. So, yeah, it's, 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 straight away I thought, ah, we can finally get the axe from Rise of Iron as a yeah. weapon. <laughs> yep. I've been wanting that since Rise of Iron. <laughs> and um, for the Sentinel class, I have not seen anything um, on it, so I don't know no, if you've I've, seen anything. I've not either. So out of, out of all them though, I am looking forward to just looking through and playing all these new subclasses. Um, it's one of the things that I've, you know, I've kind of picked on Destiny about is like, um, is the lack of builds and customization within your subclasses. Yep. So adding a, another tree to each subclass obviously allows us for a bit more variability in our play, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you play Hunter a lot, you play Nightstroke a lot, you've probably never you haven't changed your skill tree ever. And I can't think of a I'm time so... I have. I've I've changed my skill tree up and down a couple of times on uh, Gunslinger. Yeah. Just depending on what's needed, yeah. but Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I play I primarily play Sunbreaker and I have not moved it from this top tree yeah. ever. Yep. There's no re no reason to. So yeah, as I said, it's making that more viable um so hopefully yeah we get a little bit of a, a tweak and a mix up make all three subclasses viable in yep. their own way because um, yeah d1 was the same you pretty much only picked x number of skills out of your skill tree and you just left it there you might yeah, tweak it right. around for, a, a, yep. for pvp or pve but that was about it yeah, yeah um, at the moment as far yeah. as you know like gun, even gunslinger for pvp i've not had to really change it it's more yeah. more um, as it's needed in a PvE sort of situation that I've mm. needed to change anything about. Um, Night Stalkers, sort of set and forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and do the one big shot, uh, tether, everything, tether everything and yeah. catch the lot. So. I, think, I think Arc Striders are the same as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't played much Arc Strider, but yeah, from what I understand, you pretty much you pick one, one, one skill tree and you never move it. Yeah, I don't, right. I've, I've not played much of that either, but uh, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I imagine it's much the same. So the other thing we saw inside those lovely little teaser bits was we get a new weapon, or weapon type, I should say. I'm excited. We get bows. So yeah, Night Stalkers don't get to have all the fun now. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so not sure whether One they're a us. kinetic. Yeah. So not not knowing where they actually lie inside the weapon tree, whether they're kinetic energy or heavy or all. So you have a kinetic bow, an energy bow, or a heavy bow, um, or anything else like that. Um, the only thing I've sort of managed to pull out of it is the fact that they fall into three categories, short, medium, and long range. I was really hoping to pick on you about this too, because yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. um, in the run sheet, yeah, you've written down two categories, short, medium, and long yeah. range. I'm like, yes, come on, read that out. We, we know that. <laughs> we know Damn that. Me, yeah, we're only ever going to use bloody medium and long range anyway. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, so... Um, Hopefully they're better than bows we've seen in other games, all I can say. Um, and how they differ from a sniper rifle, it'd be interesting how they managed to do that as well. Yep. Uh, uh, typically, typically in every other game where they use a bow, it's pretty much your, your sharpshooter type of deal. Mm. Pumps out a, a lot of damage and all that sort of gear, so yeah. if, we, if we're looking at sort of short range, medium range, 
we're, we're trying to get away from that sniper sort of sort of ideal. So yeah. it, it'd be very interesting. Yeah, so I, I envision like the short range will be more the hip faster fire kind of bows where you're just running through like Robin Hood. Yep. Um, flicking arrows off everywhere. Yep. And the long range ones will be a more of a heavy sniper type of... Yeah, longer, longer sort of drawback time and all that sort yeah. of thing. So. Yeah, hiding, hiding in a bush, waiting for your prey to walk in front of you kind of effect. That's... Yep. Um, but once again, we haven't seen too much. We've only seen a couple of little, you know, clips of guardians jumping in the air, firing arrows and other things. So we yeah. haven't actually seen in in-game use of it and what yeah. they look like. So I can see um, a lot of I can yeah. see a lot of really cool montages coming out of it. Oh yeah, and um, anything that sort of brings back a little bit of the campy slash snipey kind of game. Yeah, um, is good fun. A little less team shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah make it possible. To do like the flank maneuvers or the more stealth based maneuvers. So, yeah. I don't know how my Titan they're going to do a stealth move, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> I've, I've seen your Titan, there's nothing stealth about that guy. No, he's all, all rusty. <laughs> all right. And we get a new game mode. So, um, we're getting this PvPVE game mode called Gambit. And this has me interested. Out of all the yeah. stuff I've seen so far, this here has me like, what the... Um, so, in essence, two teams start out in different arenas clearing PvE enemies. Um, so each enemy that's destroyed drops a token. Uh, you collect the tokens and bank them back at a central point. And after a certain number of tokens are released, um, is you can opt to send one of your team members over to the other players arena to mess them up or yeah. you know inter interfere with their token collection. <clears throat> From what I'm understanding, before you get to that point, you can send uh, what what they call blockers over as well. You get a certain amount of moats yep. uh, banked, and you send a blocker so that the other team can't put any moats in, can't bank any moats until that blocker is yep. defeated. Um, yep. I'm assuming this is a pure assumption. But after a certain, maybe a certain amount of those sort of blockers, um, you then get to send one of your own over. Yep. Uh, it, that'll be, you'll be saving supers and heavies for uh, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see the, uh, the strategies that people come up with whilst playing that. Like, okay, well, we're going to try and send you through. Or if, even if it's you know, a random random guardian that goes, there, goes in. Yeah. Okay, well, we've all got to save supers now to see who goes through. So it'll be really, really cool to see the way it actually works, like the mechanics inside of it, and how people come up with the strategies around that. Yeah, and the when you get teleported over, the um, AI enemies actually are on your team. So unlike you know when you're playing standard PVE kind of games, and you know you got the best and the cabal at each other's throat, then you turn up and they go, oh, oh, let's forget yeah, about they all turn, they all turn on you, yeah. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> let's just all shoot this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when you drop in, the Cabal are on your side working with you or alongside you. So, yeah, um, yeah, it looks like it has a huge amount of potential for a lot of fun. <laughs> so, I can't wait for that. That's uh, that's the one thing. Um, hmm. I feel the, the game's needed this for sure for a very long time. Yeah. So to, to get a PvPVE kind of mode working well um, is is a massive thing. And if they get it done right, kudos, you know. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've um, always speculated throughout um, D1, you know, we, you know, having a patrol space as such where yeah. you had a AIs running around and 
also a crucible type of event where you could um, pop, take out guardians and other things like that. Yep. Um, similar to yeah, dark zone-ish sort what, of mechanics. Out what of was it that we division. had? What was it that we had in D one where you could punch uh, an enemy and it it turns to your side? Was, what was it? Was that an artifact or something? I know it was never used because yeah. it was useless. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you now. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. that's that's how that's how meaningful it was, obviously. Yeah, no, because hopefully, was... hopefully they do a bit better than that. <laughs> yeah, when when yeah. when when these enemies are on your side, hopefully they do a bit more work than what that guy used to do. Yeah, I know. It was I, I did it a couple of times for shits and gigs, but yeah, yeah. it was not not a, not something I used a hell of. A, all, I think all, it was all it ended up becoming was something you had to you had to wait a timer out so that you so that you could kill it the second mm. it turned back. Like that was pretty much it. Wasn't it? It was yeah. It was an artifact. You could, it was one of Eden Rise of Iron, one of the um, one of the effects you could add. One of the artifacts, basically. You know, you had Scory's thing and all that sort of stuff. That's right. It was one of them. Yep. yep. Yeah. Can't remember the name of it, but um, we only ever I can only remember using one. Yeah, I think we tried it out once the, or twice and went nah, no. Yeah. No, the no sprint lock. That's yeah. the only one I ever used. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, so um, yeah, looking forward to Gambit. That's all I can say. I'm it's going to be really man. looking forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Spending some time in there and getting, the, getting salty as all shit at it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so there is yet another area, and I'm assuming this is the public space or social space of the of the um, DLC. It's called the Dreaming City. So, from what I understand, this is where the Awoken live. So it'll be space elves, as such <laughs> in theme, I believe. Yeah. Um, but Bungie have come out and claimed that it's similar to the Dreadnought and it's built from the ground up to support endgame content, including the a full new raid. So we get to leave that stinky old casino behind Catalyst's the, floating the, pleasure palace. The, the golden casino. I can't, I can't yeah. wait. I, I, I yeah. love the Leviathan raid. It's no yeah, no secret. Um, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to get to leave those colours behind. Get a different, yeah, good to get a new palette. I yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, as I said, we have not seen much of it yet. And I don't know if I want to see too much of it. All the imagery um, I've seen of it looks looks amazing. Oh, yeah, beautiful. And that's one thing, yeah. Mechanics aside, Bungie always build beautiful worlds. Yeah. They just forget to put things inside it. Yeah, they just, just, just forget to put everything inside yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, so, basically, we're, we're and this is all speculation, I have not seen much of this, but we're... Um, I'm assuming we can land. <laughs> one, one second, how good is that? Hang on. Well, um, I, I need to get up. I need to, I need to be awake. Wake up now. <clears throat> yeah, they'll go off again in five minutes. All right, continue. Okay, so well, we've got to wrap this up in five minutes, don't I? <laughs> um, so we're assuming that we can land and we can patrol um, and do all the other things that we can do on every other sort of planet or game space. Um, so this probably even gives non-raiders a chance to see the end game arenas, even if they never step foot into the raid. Um, and apparently the raiders will affect the way that the Dreaming City evolves over time. So X number of raid completions changes how the Dreaming City looks and even operates as the weeks <clears> go on. Apparently. So it's so just it not a static social space. It's something that is going to evolve and 
the developers have tagged it as being cyclical or cyclical. Cyclical, cyclical, however, however, to me, that's, I don't know, there's, there's going to be, you know, full of speculation again, like, how does it change? And who who does it change for? Does it change for everybody? Yeah. So it's going to be like, you know, with the the tower, we have our events tower, you know, they put the flags up for factions and all that sort of stuff. Is that, is that the way it's going to evolve? So does it change with raid challenges or yep. does it actually, you know, as we do the raid, it opens up more vendors and unlocks extra stuff in the, in the um, social space over time. Uh, yeah, it's all speculation. Um, yep. I'm hoping that it's a bit more than just a few, you know, just changing a few cosmetic things within the social space. I'm actually hoping it unlocks certain mechanics and stuff within, you know, like bonuses yep. and for the community not just the team that just beat the raid because they get the weapons and, you know yeah. ornaments and everything else like that but the actual other people go there and oh there's a new vendor that appeared or there's a new new, new series of weapons that have been unlocked i'm kind of hoping that's where they take it yeah so as i said and that's all tin spin foil hat shit <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and and once again, there, yeah. yeah, the only yeah. other sort of stuff out there, the devs have come out of saying um, the around the Dreaming City is will it have the same amount of secrets and collectibles and chests and puzzles that the Dreadnought had? Because as much as I really did not, I didn't like the Dreadnought, I loved that aspect of it. There's, you know, you spent months trying to unlock and collect everything inside that that space. Yep. Um, I can I'm, only I'm I can only assume it's going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like to have a space like that uh, without mm. without any of that kind of stuff seems pointless. Mm. And it's one of the things that I think stuck with people from the Taken King. You know. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't the crazy storyline it wasn't the raid it wasn't this it was the fact that there was just a ton of shit to do it yeah. was always a puzzle i can remember the first few weeks it was every time you wandered out there was a new thing or every time you went on twitter or uh, whatever there was a new post saying oh have you found this and you go in there and it'd be this you know the stinky chest quest and all this sort of shit <laughs> um so that's what to me that's what made taken king great yeah um and they've really never managed to land that one again yeah um so hopefully this is yeah they sort of this is where they take the dreaming city is that it's this hugely tons of puzzles you can see it you can see it with the um with the latest the war mine expansion yeah yeah why why are we playing this thing so much well because there's been stuff to do that's right is the main reason yeah there's all these nice exotic weapon quests there's these puzzles there's a you know there's boxes that you need a certain code that means you've got to go find other shit to do yep um so i think that's been the biggest draw part of warmind um so i'm hoping this is where they keep pushing the direction of this game yeah i've got a, i've got a little note here um have we seen have we have we seen positively or is it just um just speculation of our level and power level being okay power, power, so a level cap at 50 with a power level of 600 is this a thing 
We've seen it in a vidoc, that's it. Right. And so it's just one of the screens, they've got a character screen up, seen 50, 600. Yeah, um, so do you think they might just be placeholder numbers to throw people off, or...? They could, they could be. They've done it before. Yeah. Um, if you remember in the beta, uh, we had a power level, or white level of 100. Um, yeah. Or whatever it was, um, which didn't reflect what we got in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, it could just be, I don't know whether they, they're caps or they're just numbers that they put in. Yeah. Um, just so the game works. Well, let's 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 just just go on a little bit of speculation. And assume that that is what we're, what we're mm. going to be getting. What do you think? Uh, with such a you know such a steep power level, sort of mm. sort of curve between what we have now and this this uh, expansion, what what mm -hmm. what would your opinion be of a raid that can't be cleared on the first day or even the first week of it being released? What, what, yeah. what's, what's your thought of that? You know, like. You get to a point where you get gear checked at say level four fifty, you know, power level four fifty or something like that. You get gear checked. Yeah. First, I, first, first sort of boss of the raid or something like that. I, for me personally, for the for the content, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, to you know, even the guys that only want to sleep two hours a day and absolutely <laughs> abuse, you know, and just abuse themselves and just do yep. nothing but play Destiny and level like like we see. Um, that first week grind um, for the big streamers is killers. Yeah, uh, it'd be good to actually have content that can't be um, like soloed in the first week. But, oh, yeah, um, I'd love to. I'd love so to see. I'd love to see a raid where the raid race goes for a week. You know, mm. for world first. It unlocks first. over time. Yeah, it, 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 unlocks it, it over either time. unlocks okay, over time or that power level mm. just can't be ground like within the first week. Mm. Yep. So you got to, yeah, you basically, yeah, we've got to, we've got to go back out. We've got to go redo all stones again because it's a new week yeah. and then have another crack at the raid and yeah. see where we can get to. Yeah. No, to me, I said for the content, I believe in the longevity of the content, I believe that's, that'd be a fantastic thing. But given the amount of hype around the raid races, um, and they are a pretty big draw card for them, I yeah. don't know whether that will be the case. Um, so yeah, it'd be a suck and see. As I said, I wouldn't mind seeing some me even Spire Stars this time. It's my first run was only this week because yep. I haven't I haven't put the time in to level up, of course. Um oh, I'm the same. It is. I'm the same. Yeah. Um I, I've been doing other things. So it was it was good not to within the first two weeks have polished off the raid and have nothing to do. So. Well that's it. Like, you look at every other yeah. raid we've done, we've sort of done it within the first week that it's been around. Mm. Uh, and then yeah. we've, and then by the end of the next week, we've got it in. You got it, got it on farm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're just about autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be good to see. Yeah, as I said, content that has yeah, it takes a while to clear. You keep getting gear checked, and then finally in week three or four, we you you know the the gods of the game can finally take down the last boss. Yeah. Um, sort of thing. So yeah, I, well, that's hope. <laughs> It'd be nice. I'd, I'd enjoy that. Mm. Mm. I think many others would too. But again, as, as you say, you know, there being that raid race, that sort of that you know, world's first is such a big thing. Um, mm. Yeah. Would, would they be shooting themselves in the foot with that? Potentially. I get, that gets mm. them a lot, of, a lot of coverage, so. Okay, so I think we've just about beaten to death all the content inside the game. Yep. No doubt we've missed something. And, oh, um, absolutely. Viewers, viewers slash listeners out there, yeah, let us know. Yeah.
school getters. Happy that's to, what we missed. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to have conversations around it too. Yep. Um, so let's jump into the mechanics that we know of are coming with this new one in Destiny version 2.0. Um, so probably one of the biggest ones we saw was random roll weapons are making a return. So I have mixed feelings on this. Um, I talk about it on stream a lot too. Is mm -hmm. that is the uh, the grind for the god tier weapons uh, does increase the longevity of the game. But I also feel that if we had a solid crafting and mod system, you'd actually increase the longevity of the game in a better way. That's what I feel um, too, and that's, that kind of goes back to yeah. what we spoke about early on in the piece um, with mm. the Call of Duty yeah. type mods. Yeah, so give me a mod there, I can change my barrel type, yeah. change a scope or a stock or whatever. Let yeah. me custom weapon to what I want, and I have to go and earn the material bits and pieces to be able to build those bolt-on um, bits. Yeah. Um, they sort even of have exotic mods and shit like that that add an additional perk or um, rather than just the slot machine um, yep uh, so but as I said I know a lot of people loved the slot machine grind um, as I said I'm not one who ever thrived on it it used to annoy me I'm not one of them at all yeah like the the grasp of Malik um, thing where people were farming the thing 150 times to try and get a god roll weapon yeah. No, sorry, that's never happening. I'm going to run the strike twice, and then I'm going to never want to play We've again. already got that sort of thing now. In you know, let, let's let's take mm -hmm. DFA last week in the nightfall, right? Yeah. I know of someone yeah. who took a hundred and took a, took him 145 nightfalls to get that, and that was last week. He mm -hmm. did that last week. 145 nightfalls to get that hand cannon. Yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean, like. That's that's so, a massive number. And yeah. if you're if you're just that's just to get the thing. So imagine if you're doing that to get to get the thing with a god roll. Yeah, no, it's as I said, it's it's something that used to grate against me in D one. Yeah, is I know. The, you know the the Ice Luna, you know, for example, you know, you had those ones there. There, that was nearly a two tap beast, and it was yeah. a, a range finder. Blah blah blah. And it doesn't matter how much PvP I played, I'd only get hoot ones to drop. Yep. Well, that's so, it. You know, you know in... I'm salty about it, of course, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well, no. And I know they talk about, oh, you know, it it doesn't level the skill field. A lot of PvP, current PvP players probably feel that because all the guns are the same, the skill ceiling, and it's like, no, we've all got the same tools. It's how we use them is what changes the game yep. currently. Um, not the fact that your gun is X percent better than your opponent's. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it's it's a good and bad thing. Um, I'm not totally against it. Um, but having said that, there was, there was systems, and they've already got the building blocks for those systems that they could have utilised, and you could build your Rangefinder IS Luna, or you could build a different version of that gun, um, depending on how you play the game. Yep. So, I don't know. You got anything else to add to that? <clears throat> I'm um, I've always been a, you know a large supporter of the static rolls, and I get I get generally I don't get a lot of heat for it, but I get a lot of people going, "What? Why?" My reasoning hmm. is because, and my, and my reasoning is going to be a lot different to everybody else's. I run six characters, <laughs> so 
if I get six versions of the same weapon, each one of my characters can have that weapon and I know exactly what's on it, I know exactly how it works, and I know exactly how it, you know, how it feels and, and when to use it. Um, when you're going through those, you know, the, these um, like random rolls, you know, even through three characters, you got to remember where it is, who's got it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, you've, you've done the grind for it, so you've got 30 of the things, which one is it? Especially if you're going yeah. through dim or something like that. Okay, which one had? Which one was this one? So you got to inspect everyone individually. Um, just time saving. Yeah. Time saving more, yeah. more than anything. But yeah, um, no. you know, like you, you, you had those, you had those random rolls, and they start to handle differently. So you know, you get the yeah. get the hang of the yeah. way one handles, and, and that's what you like about the thing. Yeah, you get stressed so for the so wrong to, guns for for a raid, and you're locked yeah. in with a freaking hand cannon you don't like. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you, you get to get to play what you like, what you know, know what you like, and just get to use mm. it rather than trying to find it every time you switch a character. Yeah. So no, I didn't think of it like that, but I'm hearing you, man. Yeah. Another thing that used to piss me off because I'd have about three versions of the same gun, and I would always pick the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. All right, but they're back, and I'm not quite crying about them. Yeah, so, it, it'll be interesting to see the way they, um, the way yeah. they, they yeah, uh, implement still, that. We still have things that we have. We still have mods, st static roles still. So, yeah, and we still have mods. So, yeah, as I said, we'll wait and see. Wait yeah. and see. Maybe we can use a mod to re-roll a buff against the maybe, or something. Maybe, maybe. Will yeah, will we see okay. re-roll re-rolling return? Possibly. A lot of people hope Possibly. not, I guarantee. <laughs> All right, so our weapon slot system is getting a revamp. Um, so yeah, everybody didn't like the two primary matter that we've been in for the last 12 months. Um, to be honest, doesn't worry. It didn't worry me that much. Well, this is this is a thing that brought in team shooting. Some of the boss. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah. wanted, everyone wanted you know, to get rid of that. Get rid of that heavy, you know, not heavy, but that um that hard hitting weapon mm. in the in the secondary slot. So they went, okay, well everything secondary goes to goes to well your heavy or your power slot now, and you've got two primaries. Yep. Well, uh, everyone that was jumping up and down about that, congratulations, you got what you wanted. But then you got team shooting, yep. and you're jumping up and down about that. Yeah, well, yeah, how are we going to keep you happy? So, no, you don't it's internet exactly. So the kinetic and energy slots now are now being quick slots and inside those first two slots you can equip a shotgun a sniper a fusion a pulse auto hand cannon submachine gun and sidearm and scout so there's a lot of variability in your loadouts now yep um so they're going to be some really fun derpy loadouts as well i can just see um you know they bungie have come out and said there is a possibility you can equip three uh shotguns that's, that's pretty much that's, their, that's pretty much a selling point on it. Can you imagine the yeah. uproar of a three shotgun build? Yeah. So I don't know whether the slots are actually going to be locked. So you'll only get like slot one weapons, slot two weapons. Yeah. Or you just jam anything anywhere as long as they um, fit the fit the mold, so to speak. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, once again, I'll sit, wait and see how it plays out. I'm neither here nor there with it. Um. PVE, um, I didn't mind the double primary matter, you know, the play between energy weapons and kinetic weapons. So use your energy weapons to strip shields and your, then your kinetic weapons for damage. 
Yep. Um, yeah, I liked how that mechanic worked. Um, PvP, yeah, you probably just go down to two weapons and just have a primary and a fucking. But then I liked how I could have a, a close range like, Yeah, I could mix up my weapon types depending on the map. So yep. if I knew that was a very small map, I'd probably equip like a submachine gun and possibly a pulse rifle. If I was going on a bigger map, I'd swing over to a hand cannon and a scout rifle or something. So yeah. you could. Uh, I found I was swapping weapons a lot more than I was in this new one. Yep, same. Uh, we pretty much just had one fixed loadout. You never changed it. Yeah, yeah. You know, which was, you know was whatever primary meta was it kicking around at the time some version of whatever op shotgun was kicking around at the time yep. and you know the heavy weapon of your choice yep so uh, so yeah as i said we'll wait and see um they probably had to do something because um, a lot yeah as i said pvp uh, it is just team shooting yep so um so yeah i can sort of see they probably had to mix that up a bit um yeah so uh, I'm not once again. I'm not neither here nor there with it. I yeah. didn't. I didn't mind the way it was. Uh, so yeah, you got much you want to add? Not really, man. Not there. Yep. Um, can we take a quick okay. pause? Yep. I'll be right there. Okay. Ah, oh, I'm back. Sorry, my man. My uh, my right. back teeth were floating and the concentration levels were low. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back. All right. Uh, so we were up to, uh, is it new collection feature, was it? Nah, masterwork Systems. Masterwork Systems, aha. Skipped one. I told, told you the concentration levels are low. <laughs> Getting trashed. Yeah. All okay. Right. Yeah, three, two, one. Go. All right, so uh, Masterwork and Overhaul. Uh, at this point, details are extremely sketchy, but they're talking about investment in weapons over time. Yep. So will we see like an XP based system turn up on our weapons that'll unlock extra perks, extra skins or other stuff in that sort of theme um, after achieving certain milestones with a weapon. So That's... shooting X number of thrall gives you a crusty hive of, uh, skin or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get something skin. like that, you know, yep. which well, I, I think would be fucking awesome personally. It um, would be. Yeah, really personalize your gun. Yep. Um, this 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 kind of goes back into what we've spoken about already as well, you know, with that uh, mm. like the mod system as well. Um, mm. You know, so many kills with uh, with this weapon, can you unlock a scope for it or, or that sort of thing? Yep. Right? Yeah, so, XP based system for weapons. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I'd, so, I'd I'd really yeah. like to see that, and and as we've said, you know, that that would add a level of grindability into the game that it just doesn't have at the moment. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, I know they kind, they kind of had that in D, in uh, D one, where they ended up just ultimately overriding it with modes of light. You just pump modes into your weapon and just upgrade it straight away. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel they they probably got both those setups wrong. Those systems, you know what I mean? Like the initial one yeah. and and then the mode system as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, using that we using that weapon XP to unlock mods for it or whatever else, like we've seen in other games, I, I feel is a much better way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um. Don't lock the power of the weapon behind it. Yeah. And it's intrinsic perks. So I can remember go back to D one. I got the Galahorn. It took me a week to have it raid raid ready. Um. Yeah. You know, I want the first thing I want to do is jump in a crow and go take him down with a brand new Galahorn. But 
it was nothing. I didn't yeah. have wolf tracking rounds. If I didn't have that's, anything unlocked, that's on right. It, and it was this terrible grind unlock at all. So I remember, they I remember, most, so, I remember yeah. the the, uh, the the first um, first crater raid after getting it. That was the old, the, you know, the days of you know Gallahorn or Kick. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't leveled. Yeah. Like yeah, I've got it, but it's useless. Yeah, it's, it's a piece of trash. Yeah. So make the weapon usable, but in time you unlock some visual or other features um so that make it obviously better mm-hmm. um but yeah as i said that's kind of what i want to see out of that yep. um yeah so i think that's a bit master working okay so co- there is a new collection feature coming out so essentially it, a grim or a grim uh, of all the bits and pieces inside the game yep um I'll probably it's it's good for the collectors. It's good for the guys trying to complete sets of gear yep. uh, and such. I'd probably just mainly use it for exotics, to be honest. Um, to know what. Um, and we used to have this in our old exotic bolts, where you know there was twelve spots, and you had ten of them, and there was two two un, unfilled spots. So you'd go, oh, I still got two exotics to get. Yep. Um, yeah, good addition. Good addition. Well, the old chaos sort of so, system. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. as I said, I'm not a collect. I'm not a collector, so I'll get. Bent by shaders and fucking a whole heap of other stuff. Um, yeah. But for those guys out there, this is a brilliant thing because I can see what they're missing um, and go look for it. <clears throat> from from everything I've sort of seen and, and heard as well, it actually gives you the information you need as to where to obtain the other, maybe a certain weapon or, or yep. a complete armor set, which is yep. which is really handy Good. for that for those collectors. Yep. Like, okay, this is what I'm missing. How do I get it? Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's all there. It's from what I understand, it's all there in game. Um, again, I'll, I'm not much of a collector, but um, you know, it sort of begs, yeah, it begs a question for me. Like, if you sort of, yeah, you earn that item and then delete it, is it still in the book? I think it is. You know what I mean? Like, and and, oh. and do you work towards something like, okay, I've, coll- I've collected this complete set now. So you get, say, maybe a certain shader for it or something like that. Or a certain yeah, perk set you bonus. can add to the whole set. Yeah, a set base, yeah. Like a perk you can add set to the whole set. That we see, yeah. Like you see in Diablo and games, yep. if you have a full set of something, you get a bonus. Yep. Um, yeah, whether it's a stat or it's a cosmetic thing or whatever, um, you get a bonus. Yeah, there's a, yeah, currently, we don't have that. Um, so, yeah, that's for those people. There will be a record book slash milestone me- mechanic added yep. uh, once again great thing i loved it when they brought the record books in um in d1 uh it was actually you could go there click on a note that you haven't completed see what you have to do and you go do those activities yeah fantastic thing for increasing the life of the game um, no and it actually you work towards something um, so vault space increases from 200 to 500 um, i'm very meh on that i'll just allow me to have more duplicates of stuff that i forget to delete yeah, it just means I'm going to have a lot more 320 stuff in the vault. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I just yeah. never bother deleting. Uh, uh, I get to yeah. um, I get to annoy Mickers and more with it, which is good. Yeah, yeah we get to have yeah, five um, pages of garbage, yeah. not two. Yeah. Well, I'm, trying, well, I'm trying, to look, okay. trying to look for that that you know, god tier hand cannon that I that I did 145 strikes for. <clears throat> I just get to flip right. through more through more weapons to try and find it. The um, yeah, people can just hoard more, that's all that yeah. means. 
And I know, and I know this. So, I know this next one is a uh, is a big one for you. Man, it's the only reason why I'm gonna buy the game. Matt's <laughs> shader delete. <laughs> How much is the expansion? Yeah, it's, it's sixty bucks. It's worth it's, it. It's worth it. It's worth it just for that <laughs> alone. My, yeah. Take my money. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I said, a long, long overdue one there. Um, I understand the mechanics of why they haven't done it because people cry because something to do with the overflow stack with the currencies involved yep so like if i had um you know for example i had 330 of one shader i don't know how you get that many and not delete them but you know there might be oh, someone yeah. who has 330 of imagine, one imagine shader. imagine someone that would do that yeah and if i deleted them all and i happen to be sitting on 1900 glimmer um i'd be writing shitty posts on reddit to bungie saying i was robbed of three and five hundred glimmer <laughs> um, you know, because that's what things and you should, like, and you, you should know? too, yeah, rightfully so. And it's right up, yeah, right up there with like killing your firstborn child, you know. It's like, fuck, man, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it hasn't been implemented, and yeah, so they've obviously had to build the backdoor systems in to be able to do that. So, yeah, uh, for me personally, I wouldn't have given a flying shit about it. I just want to clear the crap out of my um, screens, don't, don't even give me glimmer for them, just get rid of them. I don't want them, yeah. Yeah, so as, that's exactly how I feel. It's, um, yep. yep, don't care. I'd rather have a clean inventory screen with nothing in it than yep. you know, an extra 500 glimmer, um, you know. Yep. Um, so, yeah, but that's coming, so fucking hooray. That's all I can say. <laughs> so I'll, I'll keep that 330 of that terrible shader stack just to keep annoying people. Yep. Um, power matters in Iron Banner and Trials of the... Thank so, you. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Even if I'm the underleveled nerd, thank yep. you. It just is one of those things. Yeah, it gives you a reason. Six months into the game, yeah, six months into the game, it might not have that much effect on it, but in those, it's just something that felt always felt odd. Yeah, um, getting killed by a, a blue nerd, level two nerd, and Iron Banner always just always felt off. Yep. So um, that's uh, another thing coming back, and I don't know how. Um, if you saw this or not, there was a little teaser dropped um, regarding LMGs in Destiny 2. We have never had a machine gun as such. Closest thing we had is sweet business. Um, yeah. And there was two instances where the devs were talking through the videos and they were referring to auto rifles as machine guns. Uh, later on, Josh Hamrick uh, came out on Twitter and clarified this error. Um, saying uh, they meant auto rifles, not machine guns, not uh, LMGs. Yep. But his sign out of the tweet was, your thunderous excitement has been noted. Um, so that, that alludes, is the Thunderlord making a comeback. <clears throat> that alludes to a little something, doesn't it? Um, yes. He's yeah. hoping, man. He's yeah, hoping we... because they were a brilliant weapon type um, for, yep. for uh, like every every facet of the game, really. Yeah. I yeah, that were my go-to in PvP. I um, I, I, I didn't I use them often. Them. Didn't use them often in PvP, but I mm. did like using them. Yeah. So as I said, it's yeah, I enjoyed the weapon type. Um, that was as I said, my go-to. I didn't use any plan that I go to a rocket launcher. Yep. Um, yeah, they just normal normal PvP. I always went to an LMG. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for my heavy weapon option. So yeah. Yeah, quite happy that they come back. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll be happy to see them come back, that's for sure. Yeah, and the final thing, 
is there's a bunch of new and old old exotics coming back. Um, so I'm not going to, I haven't dug too much in on this because I don't like knowing everything. I'm the same. I, I don't want to know what they're bringing back. I'm just going to be excited yeah. when I see them. So what we've seen is a not thorn thorn hand cannon. Right. Um, one of the, there's, there's a hunter carrying a hand cannon that's like thorn, but it's not thorn. Yep. Um, one of the screens they showed was a twin rocket shooting rocket launcher. So it seems to be firing two rockets, one of uh, of two different elements. So you know, shits and gigs. One was solar, one was void. That'd be interesting. Um, there's a triple barreled auto rifle. So um, a new trace rifle and a sexy looking void sword. And that's about as deep as I want to go into that because I said I don't <clears> really want to know much more. Do you want to speculate at all? Yeah, but Dark Drink is coming back. <laughs> oh, this this uh, twin twin firing got... rocket launcher. If it's got two different elements, does it track those elements? Uh, that'd be a, a nice feature, wouldn't it? It would be. So solar tracks a solar shield, and void tracks yeah. a void shield. Would be a nifty little feat addition. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So as I said, I don't want to dig too much further. Uh, <laughs> I, I like I like uh, my I like my exotics to try and stay um, hidden. Yeah, it's one of the one of the weird things. A bit <clears> like <throat> a bit like I don't see strikes before the games are released. I don't want to see the raid before the raids. Re- yeah, I don't want to see the, I don't want to see the stuff. Um, yeah. I want to know the mechanics, of course. I like you know, what's changing in mechanics, um, etc. Yeah, but I really hate it when you know you've already played the game with your eyeballs on YouTube before you actually pick up a controller. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd rather try and keep as much as I can secret. So, yep. um, no, yeah, yeah, most of my stuff is always going to be spoiler-free. It'll be speculation and wishes and dreams. Yep. All right. So, um, is there anything else you wish to add besides the fact that I can't wait till September four? <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty much it. Nice. Let's get there. So we got a uh, we got a the Q and A. Sort of wrap up on Q A. Yep. So. Um, all right, this one we left over from last time was from RD8 Next Gen Tactics. He asks, do you have any expectations that you want Bungie to try and meet or surpass on the year two for Destiny 2? Give us give us a storyline that we can get involved in. Um, I feel that's on its way. Yep. We've, sort of, we've sort of covered off on that, you know, um, killing off one of the, or let, let's, let's face it, killing off the best known the and fan. loved... <laughs> and loved yeah, um, fan favorite. yeah vanguard um that's gonna that's that's kind of the expectation i was going for not not I, that wasn't what i was expecting but giving us something to draw us in making you know giving us a reason to sort of continue on and find out what's going on because yeah like, like i said instantly that sort of my blood boiled the second i saw that uh tra- that trailer so oh yeah Hell yeah, yeah. Aldrin. Aldrin's like the most yeah. hated man in the <laughs> Destiny universe at the moment. Yeah. Um, for me, I want them to fill the game up. Similar to what they've done, managed to do with Warmind. Yep. Um, but yeah, I want to fill the game up. I want when you walk into some random cave, you find that there is something in there. Um, you know, whether it be a scannable item, a piece of grimoire, lore. 
yeah or a piece of loot or, or an account a spell yeah. loss sector sort yeah. of thing. or a cheeky little Still throwback you know like the um the loot cave in in destiny yeah. one yeah make uh, fill these worlds up they've got these beautiful planets they've got these fantastic areas they and but they they're empty yeah um you know you want to i don't patrol much because it's boring so make it so when i go on patrol you're looking for all the little nooks and crannies because yep. there's something to find that's right. something to do yep that's what that's kind of what i want um as far as story goes well these big persistent games if i'm and i'm you know quite tapping kate on the head obviously they're gonna fire up the story mode yeah a bit more i'd, I'd uh, like to see it, i'd like to see it in game where we can access it at our leisure mm. as well so yeah. again we so can sort of i think we can sort of cover off on a on a hole in the story that we might not fully understand we can go okay well let's let's have a read back through this we like the grimoire system mm. but better um yep. yeah i'd love to see that yeah in game uh, law yeah give it to us mm. They need to play Witcher because Witcher has that. Yeah. You go back and you could see the brief rundown of all the quest steps and stuff and their yeah. stories and even the loading screens um, will sometimes relate information back up to where you're currently at in the game. Yeah. Um, so, but that's that's for me. I just really want them to fill the game up, make it make it full. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And as I said, they they've started it with Warmind. This is. Uh, there's still things that I've got to log in and do on the game. Yeah, on, on the, the expansion. Yep. So, so do that. Um, so in More three, four months, there's still shit. There's still stuff I haven't done. Um, yeah, that's what I want to see. Okay. Um, so, is there anything else? Uh, now we'll move on to Ads Four's question. Okay. So, Mr. Ads Four into the streams uh what do you want from weapons in forsaken and what can be done so it's not more of the same old same old uh, f for me the, that modding system we spoke of yep. I, I feel that answers sort of both parts of that question that's what i want from yes. the weapons i want something that i can invest time into and be rewarded for that and that is exactly what you can do to make it not more of the same R random rolls it's it's just going to be more of the same we've done it all we've done this before yeah it's, yeah. it's just going to be more of the same. That doesn't change a thing. Customization. Yeah. We've yep. spoken about that. The crafting systems, the mods, allow us to customize our weapons. Yeah. You know, as cosmetically, mechanically, etc. Um, obviously, you've got to be careful not to make game-breaking weapons. Yep. Um, but there's always going to be other meta, so to speak. Um, but yeah, you just make sure you can't build a game-breaking combination, but allow us to build or modify our own guns. Um, the way we want them. Said, uh, yeah. Yep. As I said, from from the way it looks to the way it plays, allow us some custom uh, customization on it. Yep. So um, that's what I'll, I'd like to see. Um, obviously, throw in a few new perks um, that we haven't seen. Um, so this then ties to this modding crafting systems is that you have weapons that synergize with your armor sets um, as such yeah so what you what you can sometimes see of other rpgs is the complete set so you'll have a weapon set and an armor set that actually all go together and synergize and either grant additional perks stat boosts or they just work extremely well together yeah you know, what the weapon does the armor supports and vice versa yeah 
yeah, and that's something where you know it's not more of the same old same old because you're trying to min max a complete set not just um take advantage of a particular perk or stat glitch on a weapon yeah that's right um, so that's but that's as i said you're dumping, jumping into fairly deep rpg uh, but yeah that's what i'd like to see awesome I, yeah i reckon that that'd make it unreal i mean i'd, I'd never get into that level of the, like you know, min maxing but um really because i'm just I'm, I'm fairly simple <laughs> but um yeah that would be amazing you know the the builds you'd see people come up with would be would be unreal okay um, all right so uh we want to wrap it up there or uh let's get that last question out there get it's it out of the way not, not, right. not, not so much destiny related but we'll get it yep. we'll get it in okay our good friend black rage she asks when streaming when when is streaming the game more important than the viewers um, she asks this because some streamers talk to their chat a lot and some hardly at all. Um, to, to me, so, okay, so, so the question itself is when streaming is the game when, more important yeah, when, than the viewers? Yeah. Uh, um, I missed is. When is streaming the game yeah, more important yeah, yeah. than the viewers? Um, so for me, the viewers are always more important than the game. My, my, yeah. my game plays atrocious at best. So, so I'd much rather have a conversation with people in chat um yep. to me if, if you're not talking to your chat you're making a massive mistake and it doesn't even matter why you're streaming um you're doing it wrong that's the like in, in my own personal opinion if you're not talking to your yep. chat why are you streaming yeah is, is a question i'd ask um if there's no chat there it makes it very difficult but if there's chat there and you're not you're not acknowledging it um you're doing yourself a great injustice, no matter what the reason is. Yeah, but when there's no chat there, that's when you learn how. To... Exactly. So, you know, I spend a lot of time with empty chat rooms. Um, so you're just talking. Yeah, yeah, you're just talking, talking about what you're doing in the game. Yeah. Why you're doing it. Um, you know, poking fun at someone's lazy eye, whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. For me, there are certain situations. So, example, I'm going to do a raid for the first time. I'm probably going to interact with the chat a hell of a lot less. Uh, Absolutely. Especially yeah. on, on a team wipe, you'll, you'll pick up and you'll talk to your chat and try that's and catch right. up. That's right. But that's but when, that, yeah. to, to my point, like that, that's exactly when you're going to try and go, okay, chat, sorry, I was, you know, yeah. we're trying to get, and trying usually, to just sort of trying to figure it out. And, and a lot of the mm -hmm. times they'll understand or you explain it beforehand. Um, mm -hmm. That's it's it not the title. Too, <laughs> or it's not too yeah, hard to figure out, you know, okay, well, it's quite yeah. evidently this is their first time. Yeah. We'll chat amongst ourselves in chat and whatever else. And, um, yeah. you know, like a lot of, a lot yeah, of people so, are pretty, pretty um, knowledgeable and understand that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, you know, you're yeah. picking it straight back up as soon as you can. All right. So that's that. Sorry, did I just cut you off completely there or? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, mate. You wrapped up what I was going to say. Yeah, it's all good. Sorry, it's all good. So, yeah, I'll just poke faces at you later. <laughs> well, I can see him then. It's all right. Yeah, just because you no, can't see mine doesn't mean so, I can't see yours. Yeah. No, so um, <clears throat> no, I think we've answered that. That's yeah. um, yeah. As I said, 
they're sometimes down to stream of personality. Some people um, don't interact, or if they're very highly skilled, uh, they may not, you know, they paying attention to the game. Um, their stream's built around watching them play a highly technical skilled gameplay. Not, yeah. But um, whereas, yeah, as I said, like your, your stream, et cetera, they're based more around the community and the social aspect of it. So it depends yeah. how the stream is built. That's, well. Yeah, that, that's, that's a point um, too, you know, like if, if you're incredibly yeah. skilled, you can get away with that. And get yeah. away with not talking to the stream as much, but when you, you, mm. you know, you'll, you'll find um, even the people that have that you know, incredible skill, or incredible skill, they'll, they'll, have, they'll, they'll have good mods. They'll have good mods, sort of directing the chat, yeah. or they'll have um, you know, a sort of an allotted time you know, during you know, when they're in the lobby or whatever, sort of catching up and, yeah. and talking to again. So, yeah, it's always going to be there. You can get away with it a lot longer if you're extremely skilled which i'm not so i gotta i gotta talk to chat all the time no. gotta talk to the people <laughs> all right i think we might wrap it up with That'll that about wrap us up mate i think this is we've gone on record as the longest one ever recorded i believe yep. so okay so yep next week's more destiny and witcher for me yep and you my friend uh more destiny more ghost recon um yep. there was something else i wanted to get into we got, um, I got a, a code for Rocket League given to me by uh, the Toxic One recently, so I want to try and get into that a bit more. Uh, a bit yep. more Forza Horizon 3. There's, there's a lot of lot of games. Too little time. So yep. get into it as nice. much as I can and, and try and, try and old, keep that old. variety. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, all right, Happy where can we day. find you, dude? Uh, everywhere, man. Dawn of the Dan. That's Twitter, Instagram, and yourself. Static Oz everywhere. Okay. Simple sort of that. Yep. Love you guys. Appreciate your support. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Um, it was a long one. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Yep. Sorry. Um, <laughs> See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.